1: to season three episode three body parts body parts body parts i bet you wonder which ones and we'll tell you in a minute
0: but <laughs> uh first we gotta crack our claws crack them, baby cheers cheers girl. cheers oh Welcome happy back. day
1: happy day <laughs>
0: Long day. Oh happy day! Oh happy day! Every every episode, I'm going to do a little sing-a-song. Okay, I love <laughs> it. I think that's
1: fun, and everybody gets to hear you sing. And for people that don't know Raina personally, she is always singing. I do love to sing. Like yeah. we were um, out of town together last weekend, and then a couple weekends before that, and. I this has nothing to do with the topic, but it's just that it's just a sweet thing about you that I love. Aww. Like um last weekend when we were out of town, we were staying in this tiny house, this girl this women's retreat that we do, and when Reyna was taking a shower, I could hear her and they singing. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> I was like, that's so cute. And then when we were camping, like three weeks ago, when you were in your tent doing your makeup, uh-huh. just singing to yourself, doing <laughs> it, I was like is my best friend a Disney princess? Um, just like walking through the woods singing and attracting birds <laughs> <yes>. to <laughs> land on her shoulder. It was really cute. Oh,
0: yeah. you. I mean, I just, it just comes to me. Yeah, anybody at my work will tell you that I am a hummer, a singer. I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> not, a, yeah. not a hummer.
2: <laughs> not doing hummers. But no, anyway. humming songs.
0: Yes, humming songs and singing songs. And yes, I just, I don't know. It's just a sweet thing about you. It's funny that I just don't notice that I do that unless somebody says, like, recognizes it. You know what I mean? I'm just like doing what I do, and then, oh, oh, I guess I am singing, or I guess I am talking to myself. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> I think it's nice. I like it. So everybody, there's your,
1: there's your reign of fact. Yes, for for this
0: episode. Yep. Um, we're gonna be sharing some other fun yeah. facts about our fucking <laughs> we'll show. You're
1: gonna get a lot of like trivia <laughs> and interesting stories about us and our bodies mm-hmm. um, tonight. So this is our third episode talking about body stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so what are we talking about tonight?
0: Well, you know we're talking about a little a little bit of this, a little bit of that down to our bodies, yeah, basically faces and body bodies. and stomachs
1: actually yes just yeah our
0: stomachs and our faces yeah, so <laughs> those to- are the two specific body parts <laughs> <laughs> so
1: tonight we're talking about. Um, I would say cosmetic enhancement. I was gonna say plastic surgery, mm, but actually aesthetics. yeah, I don't think that either of us have had procedures that would maybe fall under the, like the genre of plastic surgery, but right. we've both we both have done procedures routinely get procedures done that are cosmetic enhancement type of procedures, mm-hmm, and we mm-hmm. wanted to talk about that tonight because, or at least for me, I can say what I wanted to talk about it. I think that it's important for us to be open and honest about the things that we do to our faces and our bodies to try to look a certain type of way. Absolutely. To, A, remove the shame of Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. because it's like supposed – there's this idea that we're all supposed to be these perfect-looking people, but that it's not supposed to require any work to get there. And if it does – then you need to feel like you're superficial or shameful for that. And I think that's bullshit. Totally. I agree. Yeah. And then I also think that it's important. Like I love a celebrity who's honest about the work that they do to look the way they look
2: Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that
1: we can just all be realistic about what it takes to look a certain type of way and not act like everybody's just walking around
0: looking naturally perfect. Yes, because it's not fucking attainable. You know, like, mm-hmm. I think we brought this up in the very first episode of the, of the body part series, <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> the body series, um, body you know, by Megan and like, Raina, come on, come on. We all know that should be real. Fake. Like, yeah, I understand, like, maybe it's none nobody's business, but you, if you are in the limelight or if you know people that are following you or, you know, like, I think if, there's nothing wrong with just saying, yeah, I had some work done, you know, like. I wanted to enhance this or do or, or I wasn't comfortable with the way I looked or there's nothing wrong with that. There's no shame in that. Um, and whatever this perfect look looks like, like it's different for everybody, mm-hmm. you know, what that what the beauty is um, or if that matters or who knows. Um, either way, that's why we want to do this episode is because we both have had some stuff done and um, ain't no shame in our game,
2: baby. No shame you know? in
0: it. And you know, I just think it's
1: funny that every, uh, almost everybody wears makeup. Like mm-hmm. most women or like femme identifying people wear makeup, and that scene is fine. Yeah. But the second that it's like, oh, I did this to my face, or I did that, or I got, uh, like. Well, most people even now have like eyelash extensions right. or like might yeah. have microbladed their eyebrows. But as mm-hmm. soon as it's like, oh, I got filler here or Botox or whatever, then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that's sad. Do that or hurt and yourself. It, and it's like, why? I don't know why that's sad. It's <laughs> well, like a thing either. that I – so I just want to talk about it to be honest and destigmatize stigmatize it. I will say there's some things that I have had done and do routinely that I love and feel great about. There's also a procedure I've had done that I'll talk about later that I totally regret and think that I did it for the wrong reasons, didn't feel good about it, wasn't Mm -hmm. what I needed. Mm -hmm. Um, So not to say that other people that might get that done are doing it for the wrong reasons or that it's bad, but I notice a difference between – the way I feel about the different procedures
0: I've had mm-hmm. and some
1: I regret and some I feel great about and think everybody should do. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've definitely had I've actually I'm kind of newer to the to doing stuff. I'm a big you know, I've had tattoos done, which I also feel like is cosmetic enhancement, you know, I've had tattoos yes. done since I was my first tattoo when I was 16 years old. And it's just something that I love to do. Um, And yes, it's painful. And, you know, you get like the, I can't believe you would do that. Or, you know, some people just look at it as just, you know, why would you do that? Mark up your body like that kind of shit. Um, But whatever, to each their own. Yeah. Um, But I've always appreciated like what we can do to look better or feel better or, you know. Yeah. Anything along those lines. It's your body. It's your choice. You can do whatever the fuck you want with it. Um, safely, I would want to add. Yeah, um, we'll talk
1: about. Yes. Oh, and I did want to say too, like, when we say look better, quote unquote, I, when I say I wanted to look better, I wanted to change this to look better. I'm talking about better in terms of the way I relate to myself.
0: Same. Yeah.
1: I don't mean better in comparison to another person, nor do I walk around like, examine like looking for flaws on people and thinking about the work that they need to do on themselves. Right. Um, I actually, most people that I feel like I'm around on a regular basis, I'm like, that person's so pretty, that person's so cute. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's all just in relation to the, me. If I get a procedure, it's something I want to do to look better for myself, yeah. for my perception of, of what I want the appearance to be
0: yeah yeah look good feel good you know Mm -hmm. um and that is in no well speaking you know we can only speak for ourselves and personally why we got decided to do what we wanted to do is yeah to to feel better about the person that we see in the fucking mirror every day you know i feel like um i was just watching this j-lo she did this whole you know story about her face wash and everything and she's like yeah yeah, I fucking I have to put on you know uh, mascara and lip gloss to go to the gym because you know what? Yeah, I have to fucking look at my face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I want to feel good about who I'm seeing in the mirror, and I think that's just all that it what it comes down to. Like, um, just being whatever you want to be um, or feel like um, when you look in the mirror. You know or whatever yeah. that looks like to you, because you know what I will say. I will just have to say that when Alicia Keys. <laughs> This is like. Oh
1: yeah, Arena (laughs) has a whole thing about Alicia Keys.
0: Well, I love. um, No, I'm not even going to go there. But the whole like no makeup thing and how yes, everybody should feel comfortable in their own skin and like nowhere not wearing makeup and trying to push that. You know, like don't wear makeup. Look how beautiful we are. It's like okay, yeah, you are. (laughs) You know what I mean? Totally. but if yeah. I want to fucking wear makeup and that makes me feel beautiful, don't like I, I shouldn't feel shame that I'm wearing makeup. You know what I mean? It's just I like totally a double edged do. sword there. Yeah. So when she push when she pushed that whole agenda. I'm like, you're not going to go get very far with that because you're fucking beautiful and you have a, a lot of money, probably, you know, the work that you've done. To I'm help sure your she skin. was doing stuff to her skin. Yeah. It's yeah. just like not everybody has access to that or not everybody feels comfortable without makeup on, period. Yeah. No matter how much you want to try to normalize it, it's that's probably... It, you know totally I go
1: I've gone through phases with it like I go through some phases where I really don't wear makeup at all or not very much I go through some phases where I really enjoy playing with it and mm-hmm. just like playing with my face and like ooh, it looks cool if I do this or I like the way it looks when I do when I do yeah this lipstick for me it's like playful and fun and but I have I've gone through periods of time where I haven't been much into it mm-hmm. um I still felt fine about myself mm-hmm. but um I just think it's weird to pass judgment on anybody for their choices or to say that somehow it makes – that somehow people that want to enhance the way they look through cosmetics or through surgical procedures or through whatever, that somehow that makes you like a less serious person or less intelligent or Mm -hmm. less self-possessed or whatever, Mm -hmm. like – Sometimes I do a lot, sometimes I do a little. I'm still the same self possessed, intelligent, successful person. And it's weird to me that women get these judgments put on us about being into looking a way we want to look. Yeah. It's super, 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 super unfair.
0: It is unfair because we are and misogynistic. Yeah. I mean, we are, I'm sorry, we have eyeballs, you know. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) I mean, we all we're all visual creatures, you know, like, of course, not all of us, but the ones that can see, you know, and um, we're all visual creatures, we all get excited or, you know, we do a lot. It's one of our senses, you know what I mean? So um, and
1: the last little like rant that I'll say before we get into it is that I feel like the judgments passed on us for our choices about aesthetic stuff. It's just it's so rooted in misogyny and patriarchy and if i have to hear one more fucking man talk about how they love a low maintenance woman when they have no understanding of how much work goes into a no makeup makeup look right (laughs) right how many products are actually on someone's face when they're doing that Mm -hmm. and just how how irritating that is to me like i just want a cool girl that like doesn't care but is also perfectly hot Clear yeah. skin, big eyes, long eyelash, long dark eyelashes. It's like, no, like you want a woman that's wearing makeup. You just also think that it's a frivolous, stupid thing that we spend t- our attention on. And it's yes. just one more fucking trap that the patriarchy Ugh. puts us in. And I fucking mm-hmm. hate it. And so mm-hmm. we're talking freely about what we do. Yes, we are. Fuck. fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> fuck the patriarchy. Is where I'm going with that <laughs> one. Yes. yeah okay so okay Alrighty. that's that's our that's our we'll little know, rant, rant i guess we got a rant little rant. <laughs> we, got, we have like uh spicier feelings than i guess i knew we did about this topic. yes we're
0: like who is saying these things to us i guess are we maybe <laughs> we kidding. say them to them to I'm ourselves sure we, i mean i'm pretty sure we all have like yeah. this inner dialogue in our head yeah nobody's telling us these stories but because of society is the way it is and our culture is the way it is yes they're we can't help it. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's important to pay attention to that dialogue and who is actually telling the story. Yeah. You know? Or where do you find the story from?
1: Okay. Well, I guess maybe that was my rant to my own inner critic, <laughs> my <laughs> own inner misogynist. But also to all of you out there that think that way. Anyway... <laughs> So let's talk about stuff we've had done Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and starting with faces. So I will freely say I've done um, a lot to my skin Mm -hmm. and actually the, so I have Botox. I, I am pretty sure I'm the first person in any of my friend groups to start getting it or to start doing any of that type of thing. I was, I think, 33 Mm -hmm. when i started getting botox in my forehead um and i did feel a little bit embarrassed to admit it it's probably actually my shame that motivated me to talk about it so much Mm -hmm. because i was like i'll be goddamned if anybody makes me feel shame about this again (laughs) it was just my own internalized shit but i started getting botox when i was 33 um and at that time i also started doing um a microneedling a really intense microneedling procedure called infini so i think microneedling is like well known at this Mm -hmm. point and a lot of people get it the one i got goes pretty deep into the skin um aimed at treating acne scars Mm -hmm. i love it i would recommend it to anybody microneedle your face needles in your face hurts they do numb you um But the the collagen production that is a result of it is just amazing. Mm. I really loved that procedure.
0: And and what is like the downtime? That's why I always like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to wear makeup the next day. I cannot not wear makeup or not go to work or not show my face.
1: So, I mean, Botox doesn't really have any downtime. Um, You can't work out the day you get it like afterwards because you don't want it to migrate around your face and wind up in the wrong spot. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and there, I think there's one time I had, I get it in the middle of my forehead, like where 11 lines could form and mm -hmm. I get it at the top of my forehead. I feel like maybe once I had a little bruise or something, Mm -hmm. but really no downtime for that. Mm -hmm. Um, you just can't work out and you really shouldn't like touch it a whole bunch that Mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. Um, with Infini or with microneedling, and I only know the downtime for the microneedling I got. And there are, there's a range of microneedling procedures that you can get. Um, The day of the and the two days after, you do look pretty weird.
0: Um, Is it, like, red? Do you bleed? You do bleed. Uh It
1: gets pretty puffy. I also, at the place I go, they um, do plasma replacement therapy Mm -hmm. to put on top of it. So you're basically – you walk out – with a super red face with your own plasma all over your face, which is weird. have to draw your blood. They draw your blood and take the plasma out and then put your own plasma back on your face. It helps it heal better. Mm -hmm, That makes Um, sense. So I would always get it on like a Thursday and then take Friday off or work from home on Friday. I mean, I have the privilege. I'm a consultant, so I could just be like, oh, I'm just working. Well, now it's everyone. I work from home all the time because of COVID, but back Mm -hmm. then when I was getting this done, just get it on a Thursday Uh, take Friday off or work from home. And then by Monday, I could put makeup on if I wanted to. My skin would – it would be sort of rough. Like Mm. the texture is Mm -hmm. a little bit rough. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say it takes a week to look back to normal. Do you shed? You don't shed. Oh. Um, I do sometimes get a photo facial, which is like um, IPL. It's intensive pulse light. I don't remember what Mm -hmm. it stands for. Mm -hmm. And with that, it's just – Infrared? yeah, and that's just to repair sun damage, and you do kind of you do kind of shed from that. Uh-huh. And I've gotten chemical peels before, and you definitely shed. I would say the micro needling looks way less weird than a chemical peel. Oh,
0: okay. you just look
1: you're just kind of puffy, and you can kind of see the needle tracks on your face for the mm-hmm. first couple days. But if you take just take really good care of your skin anyway, which I do, I'm obsessed with skincare. And then if you take good care of your skin, like in the healing process, it it is okay. Oh, okay. Actually, a tip for anybody that gets microneedling done and it, if it's at a pretty deep level, I learned that if you get manuka honey, so like this special kind of honey mm-hmm. that has, like, um, I think, like anesthetic properties to it, mm-hmm. and put that oh. on your face, if you have any kind of wound, it will heal it faster. Mm-hmm. So I started doing that. And then it takes a couple months for the collagen to start to generate. But um, it made my acne scars so much better. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's been a few years since I, I'm actually thinking about doing another round soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved it. It
2: mm-hmm. made me
1: feel, and I think that's part of it, at least with face stuff for me. It's such hideous acne, and it did leave me when with scars when I was younger. Teenager? Yeah, teenager, starting in seventh grade. until I was put on hormonal birth control, which would have been like my senior year of high school. So for a while, and I just always felt so bad about my skin. And this is like microneedling and the Botox are just, and all the other like skincare crap that I do. um, It just makes me feel like that wound is healing a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to walk around with, with And it wasn't just, like, a zit here and there. It was, like, the cystic acne. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you just feel ugly.
0: Yeah.
1: You just do. Yeah. And you can't cover it up. Putting makeup on makes it worse. Like, it's so emotionally scarring. Mm -hmm. So, for me, having these options available, like, procedures you can do to address it, it was very healing. Yeah. (laughs) Like, really increased my confidence.
0: Good. Good. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's horrible. That's... Like, acne is, fuck, dude, it's... It's physically and emotionally
1: so painful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Especially during, like, your teenagers, I can only mm-hmm. imagine, you know, because you're already fucking going through everything. You're very emotional yeah. and just, like, what is this? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, and then I'm, you just start creating pathways <laughs> into adulthood, and your mind is just, like, these feelings, and... Yes. I you, mean, I think I've said this on the podcast before. I
1: can't remember, but actually, my... um, The per- the center that I go to. Um Key Laser in Beaverton, they're great. Mm-hmm. They're not a sponsor, but I love them. <laughs> they but, should be. Um do- <laughs> but Dr. <doctor, laughs> uh after the fourth round of Infini, Dr. Key actually said to me like I think that your acne scarred your mind more than your face. Like this is as far as we need to go right now. I don't mm-hmm. I don't recommend any other procedures for you. Like this is like a mental um, thing yeah. at this point and it's true. Like yeah. you know, just Girls at school in seventh grade telling me I was ugly because my skin was broken out. Like, that gets to you. Mm -hmm. And it's nice that we have things that we can do to fix it. Yeah. And there is, like, inner work that has to be done, too. Yeah yeah profound uh profound thoughts from my plastic surgeon oh dr key
0: (laughs) (laughs) i am a patient as well so you go there too anyway i've rambled
1: on about my dumb face too much but um
0: what about your beautiful face my beautiful
1: expensive
0: (laughs) (laughs) um i mean lately i've been double dabbling a little bit i will have to say i mean i've I've been blessed where I haven't had to do, um, I actually have a very sensitive skin. And so anytime I've ever done a facial or anything, Mm -hmm. just even like a sensitive facial, I've always like reacted it somehow like blotchiness, Mm. itching, like burning, just like from a basic, never do a chemical. Yeah. So I've always been scared of that. So, um, so now, and I haven't um, had to do Botox yet, but I am, I am considering it getting into my forties. you
2: Bo-curious? Bo- um, I
0: am Bo-curious. Um, I've actually like never asked you all my mm-hmm. questions about uh-huh, microblading,
1: uh-huh, but uh-huh. wasn't scared. Like I'm, I would love to do it, but I'm so scared
0: of a tattoo on my face. Yeah. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Yeah. That's what I was like, oh, wait, um, this is like a tattoo. I was... I probably spent the most time with her um, getting my shape that I wanted because mm-hmm. she d- draws on the shape first, making sure that this is the shape that you want. And I spent like an hour and a half with her. She- I was driving her fucking crazy. I'm like a little over here. But my face is not like perfect. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she was super patient with me and totally understood. And then finally, she was, OK, OK, you're the fucking professional. You fucking do it. You know what I mean? Because I was getting really. But I was nervous. I was nervous because I was like, I've seen some bad fucking eyebrows, yeah. you know. And you and don't it's want to look like Sharpie.
1: Yeah. Just like two lines. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
0: But I got the ombre, like the ombre powder um, uh, kind. So it wasn't exactly microblading where they actually like draw strands of hair into your eyebrows. Mm-hmm. It was it looks more like you wearing
1: makeup. Just so people know Reina has like incredible brows.
0: Well now so I do. Thank she's not walking I. around
1: with like two sharpie <laughs> lines drawn on her face or anything.
0: But um No, yeah. she did an incredible job and I was also worried about the color because I am you know of color I'm asian and white and I and I like sometimes you can see um when Asians get their eyebrows tattooed sometimes they're a little red tinted and I was like um, absolutely I did not want any red tinted to my brows I want to look like I wanted to look like I drew them on every day and that was it you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but she got it she got it right on and I was like oh my god they God. um so that was good it wasn't too bad um, You know, they numb your eyebrows, and then it is, like, a fucking tattoo, you know? She tattoos your eyebrows on, and then they do shed oh, after a few days. So, like, that's real pretty. They're, like, flaking away. <laughs> uh, so, what's the downtime on that? How long does that take? Oh, just, like, a day or two. Okay, so you're yeah, not Yeah, the just first like... few days are really, like, dark, you okay. know, extra dark. Um, and then, then they shed or flake away or whatever, just like a tattoo would, you know? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's not too bad. And then you have to go back in maybe like a month or six weeks later and then then they'll do it again. Mm-hmm. And then that will be like your permanent one for the next, supposed to last like two years or something, you know. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah. it's like total save, game game changer, saves a lot of time. And yeah, I mean, I fucking love them. Um, definitely don't regret those. Um, and then more recently, I got some fillers in my lippy lips. You sure did. <laughs> so um so you thought about this forever for at least a
1: year I know you were like thinking about it like trying different lip plumpers like really thinking about getting your lips done this was not an impulsive decision at all you thought and thought and thought and finally I was like I don't know just go to Dr. Key and ask him what yeah he thinks and so you did but I'm curious like the process toward that decision and like were you nervous? What was it like? It's a, yeah. Cause your lips look beautiful and I'm like, like no. lips can also, it's one of those yes. things that you see on like botched, right? Like it right. can look so messed up.
0: Yeah. So, yes. So tell the people how you got there. I didn't, you know, I did a lot of, I wouldn't say I did a lot of research. I just was like, did a lot of thinking. <laughs> like, yeah. this Is this something I really want to do? But then, you know, what, what ultimately sold me was it's not, it's not permanent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, um, it's basically water that they're injecting into your lips and it can, they can take it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's reversible. And, um, so that's when I was like, okay, like does it doesn't have to be, you know, so like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, you know, and, and then I wanted to start out small. Um, mm-hmm. so when I did see Dr. Key, I mean, he did mention, and it's hard because I did this all through like a Zoom call. Mm-hmm. So, like lighting and shadows or whatever so we did point out some other things on my face where I'm like um what are <laughs> hey, uh, exactly. you talking about my fucking um uh, oh the marionette lions yes. I have
1: it too I think about I think sometimes about like when is it time to fill in other stuff but
0: yeah cause he was yet. like you know you have great lips yet. already and maybe if you just did a little filler here to like lift them up you know because as you yeah. get older things start drooping and I'm like excuse me wait what <laughs> And then I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna go with the lighting is horrible right now. (laughs) I'm not gonna listen to this. Because once I got in there and the nurse did look at my face, she was was like, like, No, you don't need any of that. Like, I didn't think I did. But if it would have helped like lift things up a little bit, whatever. Anyway, I was super nervous going in because after I did read some, some of the possible, you know, horrible side effects and me being a nurse, I always look at the very worst thing that could happen, which would be an occlusion. Um, What's that? It's uh, basically when they get it into your, when your vein is occluded, like one of your veins to your lips gets occluded and then it like blocks off the blood flow to it. And if they don't catch it, your lip falls off. I mean, it could die. Yes necrosis because oh necrosis of the lip <laughs> it's a thing uh, it's a thing i know so what the whole time i was like well any any type of filler like anything yeah i, I never read the block
1: the yeah. black box warning on the botox <laughs> i know it could actually
0: potentially kill me but yeah like any like it, you can get into any sort of you know vascular space and it could occlude it and then that uh, obstructs blood flow to your tissue and it's gonna fucking die and I'm like, I, I'm literally just having this
1: like cartoon, like Looney Tunes image of someone's mouth just like, yeah. like just, <laughs> 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 it's not funny. I'm sure like for people, this is horrible, but I ha- I am having
0: a f- very funny cartoon yeah. play out in my head right now. I mean, That's I scary. was nervous. I, I, but I was joking, but not joking. And she knew that she got it. Yeah. <laughs> she was just like, I'm not gonna. And, and either way, if, if I notice this, because they can note you can notice pretty, pretty like, acutely, right away, that there's an occlusion because you'll, yeah. you'll have blanching of your lip. Like, you won't – it'll be white, right? Okay. Like, it'll – Yeah. And it won't come back. There'll be no, like, capillary refill is what we call is, it. like, when blood flow comes back after you push on it. Yeah. um And then what they do is they can just flush it out. They just, just keep flushing it with, like yeah. – whatever hy- hyaluronic whatever she called it i don't know um so <laughs> anyway i probably gave her more of a hard time and made her more nervous because i was like are you sure are you sure are you sure <laughs> you're not doing it but you know you go in they fucking numb your lips and then it i'm not gonna lie it is a little painful you know I'm there's sure. a needle going inside your lips and you can feel that um and then they have to like you know, shape them. So they're pinching and moving Hmm. your lips around and like, cause it's kind of like putty. You think of like it being putty in there and they just move it around to shape it. And then my lips were pretty swollen the first, definitely the first two days and bruised, but you can definitely have some bruising. Um, And then you can actually, they're like putty and that's, you know, within that first 72 hours. And so you can just kind of like make sure they're like the shape is where you want them to be. Um, so I know
1: it's sorry for people that obviously can't see me because
0: this is a podcast. I was just,
1: <laughs> don't know what I was doing playing with up your my lips. lips, yeah.
0: But I did that That's so I cool. did it back in April, and I was like, Oh, okay, I like it, I like it. But then I was like, Oh, I want a little bit more. So then I yeah. just recently went back a couple weeks ago, and um, and now I, I really like them now. But uh, I, I say if you're, if you're thinking about doing your lips. Um, definitely research where you're going to go, know about the possible, you know, the possible adverse effects, you know, the risks that you're taking just so you know what to watch for. Um, it is reversible. It's not anything permanent, but you need to watch for that shit and then, um, start small and you can always, you know, add. That's
1: exactly right. I think anything on your face, anything filler, um, related, start small. Like I yeah. remember the first time I got Botox, I was like, I need people to still know when I'm irritated at them. <laughs> <laughs> so I need, yes, I want the middle of my, I want between my eyebrows to be paralyzed. Cause I was starting to get a pretty deep 11 line mm-hmm. from stress. And, and for me, I just didn't want it, but I, I was like, I still want to, I have an expressive face. Mm-hmm. I want to still have an expressive face and yeah. I do want people to know when I'm irritated and want them to stop talking to me. And the lady just laughed and she's like totally and since I'm 38 now, so in the last five years, the amount that's going into my forehead has increased. I'm mm-hmm. getting older, like I am like developing wrinkles. We're do like it's just more now. Yeah. But you know, you just start really small, start really light. You can mm-hmm. always add. Yeah. Like you said. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you're if you're curious about fillers, like go someplace. Have a good consultation. Definitely don't let yourself get pressured into more than you want.
0: Yeah. And
1: start actually with less than you think you want is kind of my
0: advice on that. Totally, And you know what? A big thing is I've, I had somebody that – has gone to like botox parties or filler parties no and i would highly recommend against not. that because you're fucking drinking no. and you know you're drinking Absol- <laughs> you know, Absolutely you know not. and like you're very like your blood is thin you're okay. making poor decisions you're, you're like oh i don't care you know and they're not they don't have the tools if something no. went wrong like don't don't put yourself in that situation it's
1: that to me is crazy mm-hmm. to, like Just go to a reputable person with really good reviews in a medical office. Yeah. You know, like, just the Botox party thing weirds me out. I'm just like, where did you get this? Who's injecting? I've heard a lot of, um, like, oh, there's this podcast I listen to called Scam Goddess, and she just did a whole thing on this, like, Botox, quote-unquote, doctor scam, Mm. where these people were just getting off-market Botox, saying they were doctors and injecting it into people. You don't know. I want to be – I mean – any medical procedure, you need to be able to look up the person's license number and make yeah. sure that they're licensed. Make yeah. sure that they have a good reputation. Make sure they don't have any complaints against their license. Like, right. do not just get drunk and let someone inject shit into your face. I know you have. No <laughs> just idea don't what do fuck it.
0: The shit is, you no, know, that's like, these are medical procedures we're yeah. talking about. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's your fucking face. Be cautious. <laughs> yeah, it's your face. Well, that's our faces, but what about our bodies, or our, our tummies? I guess. Yes. Or more or put so, a finer point on it. More so the tummy, tummy. So I'll start here. Yeah. Earlier this year, was it? Yeah, it was earlier this year. Yeah, it was this year. A couple. I yeah, it was only a couple of months ago. I don't. Tell. Yeah, Again, three, three or times. four months ago. Yes, yes, yes. I did fucking cold sculpting, and this is another thing that I've been wanting to to try. And cold sculpting is basically where they. Put like this big applicator on you or wherever you want to, wherever you have your fatty area and they're supposed to freeze the fat and it's supposed to freeze the fat, kill it, and then you're supposed to pee it out over the next few months. And yeah. then that area is supposed to be it's like permanent. Reduce. You know? it, it re- and
1: the, this was popularized by like the, like the Kardashians have had this done. Like a lot of celebrities yes. have had it done. It's yeah. Marketed and it's as like a low, mate to- easy
2: alternative.
0: Easy, non-invasive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it only actually reduces maybe 30% of the area. So you're not going to see huge results, you know, if you had, if you went into like a surgical, like a liposuction type thing, but it is, and then it's gradual. So it's gradual loss over time. So you're not going to immediately see results kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I did it. I did it to my lower, uh, stomach. Um, and, it was, I'm not gonna lie. They say it's it's not painful. And I'm like, yeah, no, it is. It is. Everything is a little painful. You know what I mean? Like, what did it feel like? Well, it gave me like anxiety because they put like this big suction cup basically on you, this you know? Ch- yeah, it's a huge, it's like wherever your area is, it just, they put it on there and then it just sucks you. And so <laughs> it just made me feel <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> It made that me. That sounds horrible. And then she just left the room and I'm just like, it made me all like, Get the fuck off of me. Like, it made me really claustrophobic for a second because I'm like, I have to sit here for the next 35 minutes, you know, with this thing sucking on me, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And it gets really cold and like, it's like, you know, like a frostbite or whatever, you mm. know, but they put something on your skin so it's not going to kill your skin, but it gets super cold to the point where then it goes numb and then you're fine. But for the first five minutes, like, I literally felt like I jumped into like a ice cold cold like water, you know, that feeling that you're like, yeah, I can't, I can't, just, I can't catch my breath. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what I felt like. Um oh And then God. it went away. But yeah. And then afterwards, um, you know, they take it off and then you get a little swollen, you know, for the first week or so. Who knows? You could get have a, have a little bit of bruising. The area itself is completely numb. So like you poke your finger in it. You can't fucking feel it. Ooh, it feels really weird. weird. For, and that was that way for maybe, I don't know, a few weeks, I want to say. And then you would get little zingers, like zing, like the, because the feeling was starting to come back into your Oof. area. Like that. Oh
1: my God. So it's like basically like nerve damage, like yeah. temporary nerve damage. Yes. I guess okay. So.
0: Jesus. <laughs> so <laughs> this was my experience. I'm only can speak for myself, but over three month period. The before and after, I have to say I'm not super happy with it. You know, I think it was like fifteen hundred dollars, you know, like it's seven hundred and fifty dollars per applicator. Yeah. So I thought it would be like seven hundred and fifty dollars per session, but it's how however big your area is and how many applicators have to put on is like seven hundred bucks per yeah. So it was like fifteen hundred dollars in and out. But, no, it, it, it caused a lot of pain for me for the – and, you know, for the first few weeks, just the numbness and the zingers, you know, from the nerves and everything. And then I honestly don't see a huge difference. Yeah. So, I don't know. Anybody else? Anybody else done yeah. sculpting around here? We well, would love to hear. <laughs> I think
1: Linda, Linda Evangelista would oh, like to yeah. have a word. So – um Oh, my gosh. For people our own age, they might remember Linda Evangelista, which I might be saying her last name wrong, from the 90s when she was she was a supermodel on par with, like, Christy Turlington, Naomi Campbell, Cindy Crawford. Mm-hmm. Like, she was she was one of them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, just this, like, you know, she had just bright red hair, like, bright blue eyes, like, cute little pixie face. She was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And dush. Fucking supermodel. Obviously, yeah. she was yeah. gorgeous. Um and she is suing Cool Sculpting. Like as of I think the news like broke today. Wow. I was actually seeing a lot of stuff about it today and uh-huh. I was like, "Oh, that's funny. We're talking about this." Yeah. But she got it on her neck and instead of reducing the fat on her neck, it dramatically increased it, which I guess is a side effect. As soon as I said it to Raina earlier, you were like, "Oh, yeah. I signed a waiver about that." Yeah. Um so she's suing them over the damage that it did. So I don't know. It sounds like we might put this one in the just not worth it category. I
0: think so. Unless anybody yeah. else can has any words to say my own personal experience. I don't think it's worth it. In fact, I almost think a little Alinda like because I'm yeah. like, did it like cause more fat cells to like, yeah. you know, because instead of having aptosis, which is like killing other fat cells, did it like grow more fat cells? You know what I mean? I don't fucking know. Hmm. But or maybe I just didn't need to work out more. <laughs> and not drink and eat all the time. I oh, well, you know it's been summertime, so <laughs> just saying. But, or maybe just do what you want that's fun. Yeah. I don't know. I know.
1: It's hard. I it have. Is. Uh, yeah, same kind of
0: but question. you you had some stuff so, done to uh, your belly. I
1: did. And I so I've actually been debating whether to talk about this on the pod- podcast since we started the
0: podcast. Yeah, I remember.
1: Um and not a lot of people. I've shared it more recently with more people, but it's something that I felt really ashamed of and like wanted to hide for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And I think that just goes to show, like, I think that shame is connected to the way I felt about myself at the moment in time I chose to have this procedure Mm -hmm. Um, because it's really nothing to be ashamed of. I feel, and I, I I feel deeply ashamed of it less. So now I think if I was super triggered about it, I wouldn't talk about it on podcast, but all of that to say in 2000, 13 i had eh, liposuction mm-hmm. done on my stomach like mm-hmm. micro um micro liposuction what is micro liposuction so compared to i the went to one? um i'm i'm worried about saying the name of the don't, company but they have a lot of commercials that are on the radio all the time mm-hmm. and anyway <laughs> and, you pro- and they mark they market themselves as like Lunchtime liposuction or micro liposuction—you're in and out. There's no recovery time, yada yada. So, like anybody that pays attention to this stuff, could probably figure out the company that I'm talking about, but I'm not going to name them. Mm-hmm. And basically, the um, tube that goes into you is is smaller, so the incision is smaller. Oh, okay, because there's less fat to remove. So, my perspective is that this is a product that's marketed at people who really don't need liposuction but have body dysmorphia and, like, eating disorders and extreme insecurity. Mm -hmm. So it's basically like, oh, it's just like, you look great, but you'd look even better if we just, like, zapped this little bit of fat Mm -hmm. out of you. Mm -hmm. So it's a smaller incision, it's a smaller tube, and you are awake when it's happening. Mm -hmm. So um, with more major liposuction procedures, the tubes are bigger because there's more that needs to be sucked out, Mm -hmm. the incisions are bigger, and you need to be under general anesthesia. Okay. So, for this procedure, none of that was the case again, small tubes, I was awake um they did a did they numb your local area? they did oh, a lo- local yeah, anesthesia. otherwise it would have been torture Yeah, local oh, okay. <laughs> just like yeah. sucking parts of me out while I could feel <laughs> it um so there's a local anesthetic, and they gave me something i'm i, I, I probablypa like the or something, or something. Okay. I remember feeling like I sort of remember the procedure happening. I felt really woozy, I couldn't drive myself home, I felt floaty mm-hmm. like. I remember thinking that the doctor was cute and feeling a little bit embarrassed <laughs> that I was like exposed. So, but I I didn't feel any pain during the procedure at
2: mm-hmm,
1: all. Mm-hmm. Um, afterwards, I was in an in incredible amount of pain. I was trying to remember today. I think there were three or four in incision points mm-hmm. and they are small. I have a few little scars. You can barely see them. Like mm-hmm. I've never had like an intimate partner even notice that they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were really small. I was in tremendous pain mm. afterwards and it's, you get really swollen. You have to wear this, these like spanks Basically it looks like a wrestling suit. It like goes down to your knees and all the way up to your shoulders. It's like a massive compression garment, and they uh-huh. zip you into it. You cannot take it off for like 48 hours. Oh. Um, and even in that, you get, and you need to wear it. Luckily I bought two, but even then, like I was like washing them all the time. <laughs> like you need to wear it for at least a month. I wore my compression oh. suit for two months actually though, because I was in so much pain.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, And it just, it really hurt. I couldn't work, I couldn't go back to work for a week. Um, because the pain level was intense and they give, I had pain medication prescribed, but I wasn't going to go to work on opiates mm-hmm, and the opiates mm-hmm. messed up my digestive system. Like yeah. I just remember having this moment. I was on a business trip in New York, two months post procedure, still wearing my fucking compression suit, like needing to go to the bathroom and not being able to because I was so messed up from the pain meds Yeah, and couldn't strain <laughs> to <Yeah>. push anything <laughs> Ow, because i was still so sore Mm -hmm. and just thinking this was not fucking worth it yeah what the fuck it was five thousand dollars it was so painful ultimately yeah i had a flatter stomach i lost an inch on my waist like it i guess it did what it was supposed to do Mm -hmm. but it was not worth it yeah it just it was just not worth it and um I've achieved the same results I got from all of that pain and suffering through diet and consistent exercise,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which also like diet and and like, well, dieting doesn't make you feel good about yourself, but being a mindful eater, be trying to be a conscious eater instead of using food as like an anesthetic, which mm-hmm. is like what I used to use it for. And then being committed to movement and like That is virtuous, that like makes me feel better about myself. That has like it releases endorphins. Mm -hmm. I feel good Mm -hmm. versus this surgical procedure that caused me pain that I did because I didn't feel good about myself. Yeah. Like it had no it like I can get the same result with something that's healthy and makes me feel positive and happy and connected to myself Mm -hmm. versus this like expensive, horribly painful. Thing, yeah, that just ultimately wasn't. I mean, what I needed at that time was to break up with my boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) and go to therapy to work on my body dysmorphia, my eating disorder, my bad, like my low self esteem. Yeah, I could have invested that five thousand dollars in a lot of other things that would have actually helped me Mm
0: -hmm.
1: versus this painful yeah. fucking mess not and only was so, it
0: painful for you but you've like felt like you had to hide it for so long yeah i you really know? did like, feel
1: ashamed i
0: remember last when we first started the body series you were just like um, i was like i did this thing I, but i yeah, can't I talk don't. about it on the yeah, yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> and i'll like, say okay you don't have to talk about it whenever you're ready or yeah. what, you know you don't have to talk about it at all but um again there's no shame in making those decisions of what you felt like you had to do at the time. Yeah. I know.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, the shame part is interesting to me because yeah. I don't know why I felt so ashamed about it for so long. Or like, I don't know if I thought that I couldn't handle people's judgment about mm-hmm. doing such a thing, but now I just, I kind of don't care. Like I'm yeah. in a, I'm in a good place with my body. I'm really kind to her. I do a lot of movement. I'm cool with how I look. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. So but... I don't, I don't feel those insecurities I used to feel. So the shame is less. But I'm more. I think I just wanted to share the story to a rip, like rip the band, like something about myself, like reclaiming mm-hmm. this story. But then mm-hmm. to also say, like honestly. If anybody chooses to have this procedure, I won't judge them, but I would say it's really painful. The results are pretty minimal. Like you can get those same results in ways that allow you to be connected to yourself and connected to your body. Mm -hmm. Like for me, like exercise is a really like Mm self-connecting thing Mm -hmm. versus Mm -hmm. a very self-disconnecting thing, which is Feeling insecure, spending a bunch of money to try and fix it, having having parts of my parts of me sucked out through
0: a tube. Mm-hmm.
1: Like you, I don't think you can be more disconnected from yourself. Like you're like disconnecting <laughs> there goes my parts fat. of you. There yeah. goes my fat. So I don't. It was just I. It was an experience I wouldn't recommend to anybody else. And I feel like really sad, but also compassionate toward 2013 me, who mm-hmm. just needed to. Just needed to do some work to love herself. Yeah, and
0: that was that was it. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you for sharing and being brave and to share your story because yeah. I think it's so important that you know. Of course, there's other other people out there that have done these procedures for multiple reasons, you know. And if it's one of those reasons I like that you're sharing, if there's other ways around it to to make yourself, you know, feel whole or feel better or about things and maybe try those first, you know, I mean, again, there's nothing um, like at this point in my life. I'm like, "Mm, I am, I've had considered lipo, you know, just because Mm -hmm. I I don't want to fucking deal with shit, you know, (laughs) but it's not coming from a, a, a sad space, you know, um, or, or insecurity or anything like that. It's just more of what I'm looking in the mirror. I want to be comfortable with what I'm seeing and, you know, whatever. Like, I don't, I don't have, feel like I have to explain, um, in that way, but it's, Again, anybody who's had any kind of nose job or lipo or tummy tucks or breasts or boobs, I still might get implants. implants you know, like it's yeah. just do you, baby girl. Yeah. You know, like um, it, there's no shame that comes with it other than, you know, like, hmm, I guess. Yeah, there really isn't any shame to put on, you know, you don't have to put that on yourself. I
1: totally agree. I think it's like, think about your reason, right? Because I have, I've done like everything with my face. I feel so great about, Mm -hmm. um, and no shame and like, yay, I love this. Like, do you want to get get Botox? Let me tell you all the things to know about it, girl. It's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that those decisions – like, those decisions were coming from a more confident, more embodied place. Yes, yes. And then the liposuction was coming from a very dark – it was a very dark time in my life. Mm -hmm. I was doing other things that were, like, not – I was, like – Having an emotional affair, I was unhappy in my relationship. I was unhappy at work. I was unhappy. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, this will fix." Like, yeah, and I the target for my unhappiness was for some reason my stomach. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, like, it doesn't make sense. So it, it, does, it was like this yeah. is what I need to feel happy. Yeah, and so it was the it was the place it was coming from was dark and so mm-hmm. the experience was dark
0: yeah versus
1: yeah. other things I've done or things I might do in the future mm-hmm. might be interested in doing in the future if it's coming from a, a place that's light like that yeah it's just different so it's really totally. like think about what place are you in why are you considering this where is it coming from and then if it feels exciting and like oh I can't wait to do this I yeah. can't wait to like see what it's gonna look like mm-hmm. and tell my friends and yeah like then do it yeah but for me with that procedure in particular, it was just, it was all wrapped up in some, in just some really dark stuff. And yeah. then it was a dark experience. Yeah. It and didn't I think fix the things I wanted it, it to fix. And
0: come yeah. like all that is going to carry with it. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, and it, it'll remain that way because there's so much yeah. that encompasses around, like around that whole time frame of when you did it. So, um, but yeah, I think you're so right. And I think that's a great pearl of wisdom is just like, to be conscious and aware of, of um where you're at when you make your decision. If this is a place of empowerment of you feeling like, you know, just one with your fucking body and like, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to fucking do my fucking lips. I want to see what that looks like and mm-hmm. play around a little bit like there's nothing wrong with that Um, and have fun with it. It's supposed to be fun. And like, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's supposed to be fun. Yeah.
1: Like that's like what we started with. Right. Like makeup is fun. Yeah. Um, procedure – like, this stuff can be fun. Yes. Um, It can be healing. For me, the, like, stuff I've done with my skin, that's healing. Mm -hmm. That was Mm -hmm. healing a wound. Yeah. So just, like, check in with yourself. Like, where where is my desire for this coming from? And is it a wound that's much deeper than something aesthetic? Yeah. Because that because right? you're not going to fix it yeah. if it's the new therapist.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's still going to be in there. That hatred is yeah. still going to be very present. And it may be even more so. Like, fuck, I did this and that. Fuck. You know what I mean? Exactly. You didn't do anything. Now you feel like shit. You totally.
1: Know? I, I will say, like, the skinniest I've ever been is also the saddest
0: I've ever mm-hmm. been. Yeah. So, you know you got to just check yourself. Check in with yourself. Check yourself before you wreck yourself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I have to tell you a
1: funny story about that off the air. My sister-in-law says that to me whenever I'm about to make a big emotion. Like uh, uh, My sister-in-law says that to me whenever I'm about to like ruin a relationship with like a weird fight.
0: Uh, but you're you. gonna wreck yourself. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, like don't ruin your relationship with yourself for aesthetics, but do let yourself play and have yes. fun and test out some of the stuff that you're curious about. There's nothing yes. wrong with it. Yeah. We
0: love it. Yeah. Um, I mean, so far, so yeah. that Obviously, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm what, 50, 50? Yeah. <laughs> one, yeah. one thing is like, now my, my cold sculpting experience, but you know, I'm loving the lips. Um, they're doing me well. I love them. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see to maybe try Botox in the future, you know, and who fucking knows yeah. what I'm going to look like. Next season. I'm just
1: we'll
0: see. <laughs> yeah. I'm just you know, well, we'll
1: see. Like, I'm curious, like, what more tattoos will we have? What oh, color yeah. will our hair be? You
2: know, I guess
1: I would say love yourself, play around. There's no shame in playing and there's no shame in doing what you want to do to feel the best you can
0: feel for you. Totally. I agree. I agree. Great, great way to end this um, episode three on body parts. And yeah, there's going to be, you know, it's never ending. It's never ending. There's always new stuff and new things to try and just be, have fun with it. Don't be so heavy with it. Just, you know, it's, you know, it's supposed to be fun. So um, thank you for listening to this lovely episode. We kind of bared out, <laughs> bared some stuff out there. Yeah,
1: we're um, exposed like I was with that cute everything. doctor. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, so Megan, if they did want to see our faces um, in real life, where can they find us? Well, they can find us on Instagram. And we are at Shh, underscore don't talk about it pod that's a long one baby but it's underscore don't talk about it pod on instagram
1: and you can see what we look like you can find us yeah we're getting more active on the instagram
0: follow along
1: follow along you can also email us your stories Mm -hmm. at um info at Yeah, we love hearing from you and hey have you had work done what have you had done was it a good experience a dark experience Mm -hmm. neutral one Mm -hmm. Who's your doctor? Your boobs oh. look good, girl. I need that yeah, number. Yeah. Let <laughs> yes. us know.
0: So, um, so yeah. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next week. Yay.